play in progress. A 2-2 count to the opening hitter, Ellie Robbins, as the North County Raiders host the softball farming tonight. Robbins takes this one the other way. That'll get down for a leadoff base knock, and she'll pull up at first. Farming tonight's led off by Ellie Robbins. Let's go ahead and meet tonight's starting lineup for the Knights, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. It goes Robbins, Jaden Tucker, the catcher, shortstop Jace Jarvis, uh, J.C. Jarvis, rather, third baseman Shelby Bowling, the second baseman Olivia Hardipy, Avery Graham bats next. She's the pitcher, the designated player, batting seventh, Emily Gillum, and then batting eighth, the left fielder, Audrey Morgan, is that pitcher. Pitch missed just inside for a ball. One ball, no strikes to Tucker with the runner at first. Batting eighth, it's Andre Morgan, the left fielder. Then rounding out the order, Jocelyn Grimes, the center fielder for the Farmingtonites. Their head coach, Allison Pingle, in her first year, the 1-0, lifted in the air foul and behind us. One ball, one strike. Again, it's Robbins, Tucker, Jarvis, Bowling, Hardipy, Graham, Gillum, Morgan, Grimes. Not batting, but playing right field, Lily Stott. Those starting lineups will get to that fielding alignment momentarily brought to you by Shelter Insurance. The first pitch of the game came five minutes early. Runner goes. That one's going to scoot to the backstop, standing up with the stolen bases, Ellie Robbins, and the count two and one. The fielding alignment for the North County Raiders, left to right in the outfield, Emma Roper, Kinsey Marler, Madison Carroll, around the horn in the infield, Anna Bullock, Reagan Pierce, Addie Goggin, Amy Layton, the battery today, Maddie Pyatt behind the dish, and in the circle, that's Sammy Waller. This one lifted in the air beyond shortstop, charging in the left field. They're going back to get it. Is the shortstop. She can't get it. It drops the throw to third. The tag, not in time. Ellie Robbins slides underneath it, and Jaden Tucker reaches second base on the throw, so a single and back-to-back hits to start as Tucker moves up on the throw over to third. Robbins advances as well. Nobody out, two in scoring position. Jared Pettis, Glenn Berry, Jewel Boyer with you. That's our entire crew today. First pitch swinging. That'll get into left field. J.C. Jarvis has an RBI, maybe two. No, they're going to hold up Tucker at third base in an RBI single, and it's quickly one nothing for Farmington on three straight singles for the Knights. It'll be an RBI for Jarvis. Sammy Waller in the circle deals. Runner goes to second. That's Jarvis. No throw. Uncontested stolen base. First pitch to bowling taken for a ball. Waller gets the signal. The 1-0 pitch. In the air to center field. That one's going to draw the center fielder in, and she can't get to it. Kenzie Marler, and then the right fielder backing her up. Carroll misplayed it. One run comes in to score. Rounding third, Jarvis. She'll come in to score with no throw as she dives in safely. And it's now 3-0 on the two-RBI double by Shelby Bowling. And that brings up Olivia Hardipy. Bowling just poked that one to center field, and it dropped in front of Marler, then rolled past the right fielder who was coming to get it. That brings up Hardaby, who takes ball one inside with the runner in scoring position. Umpiring crew today, Hank Kinsey and Art Armbruster behind the plate calling balls and strikes. 
The starting lineups earlier brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Power to be a part of high school sports. Your local Shelter Insurance agents, we're your shield. We're your shelter. Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills. Insuring the parkland since 1955. And Brian Larimore Agency located at 306 North Washington Street in Farmington. Allow Brian to help protect your family with life insurance. A 1-1 count as the 1-0 was fouled off. And now Sammy Waller ready to go with the 1-1. Taking at the letters, strike two. No outs in the inning. Three batters have batted ahead of Hardipe. She's the fifth spot in the order, and they've all hit, reached safely on two, three singles and a double. The one-two. Hardipe lifts this one in the air to left field. That'll draw the left fielder to her left, Emma Roper, and she'll settle underneath it and make a catch on the run. One away, and that'll bring up the pitcher today for the Farmington Knights, Avery Graham. Sammy Waller gets the sign from her head coach, Steve Elam. 3-0, Farmington leads. First pitch just missed outside to Graham. She laid off of it. The catcher behind the plate for the Raiders, Pyatt, tried to frame that one, just didn't get the call. First pitch at 425 today, five minutes early, the 1-0. Swing and a miss, chasing one high is Graham. One ball, one strike. First pitch all season long brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd and Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Boyd and Associates, a proud supporter of high school sports. The 1-1 misses high and outside, two balls, one strike. Waller, a righty in the circle. She's battling Avery Graham today, who is pitching for the Knights, currently batting right now. The 2-1. Again, Graham out in front of that one. Two balls, two strikes as she swings through it. Fielding dimensions, a symmetrical field here at the North County Primary Building in Bonterre, Missouri. 200 feet to both poles and dead center. Flags in center field waving left to right. The 2-2, swing and a miss. Graham chases one high. And that's out number two, strikeout number one for Sammy Waller. Strikeouts courtesy of Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. Runner at second, two outs. First pitch swinging. That's Emily Gillum, the designated player, to center field. That'll back up to center fielder Marler. She'll make the catch, and North County will escape. But Sammy Waller does allow three runs on four hits, no errors, and a runner left stranded for the Farmington Knights. We head to the bottom of the first inning. It'll be Kenzie Marler, Sammy Waller, Madison Carroll do up for the Raiders when we come back. 3-0 Farmington. You're listening to High School Softball on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Hey guys, this is Dalton from Midwest Sports Center in Farmington. Are you ready for an unforgettable summer? We've got you covered with our exceptional power sports machines. Get your adrenaline pumping on the lake with our Sea-Doo skis or take your family and friends on a thrilling off-road adventure with our Polaris, Suzuki, Kawasaki, or Can-Am ATV or UTV. With our extensive range of vehicles, we're a one-stop shop for adventure. Don't wait. Elevate your summer today. Visit us at 124 Walker Drive or give us a call at 573-756-7975. Lacary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients like Dale Mosier Auto Body with over 30 years of direct auto body experience. Dale Mosier provides today's technology for today's vehicles. Dale Mosier Auto Body, 221 Mulberry Street in Park Hills. 
at Bonterre. Bottom of the first inning, 3-0 Farmington leads. After the first four batters reach, three of them score on an RBI single from Jarvis and a two-RBI double from Shelby Bowling. And that brings us to the bottom half of the inning, and North County will start us off with the center fielder, Kinsey Marler. She'll be followed by the pitcher, Sammy Waller, then the right fielder, Madison Carroll. The first baseman is Amy Layton, the shortstop, Reagan Pierce. The left fielder bats sixth, Emma Roper, the catcher batting seventh, Maddie Pyatt. Autumn Bullock bats eighth, she's the third baseman, and the second baseman rounds out the order, Eddie Goggin. And the first pitch to Marler. Showing bunch, she pulls it back. That's ball one. Again for North County, their head coach is Steve Elam in his 23rd season. It goes Marler, Waller, Carroll, Leighton, Pierce, Roper, Pyatt, Bullock, Goggin. The 1-0 pitch. Marler pulls this one to right center field. That'll hop and get all the way to the wall. Marler to second base standing with a leadoff double. Perfectly placed hit by Marla. That, that took three hops to get to the fence. That is 200 feet out there in Power Alley. Building alignment for the farming tonight. Around, uh, in the left to right in the outfield, it's Audrey Morgan, Jocelyn Grimes, Lily Stott. Around the horn in the infield, Shelby Bowling, J.C. Jarvis, Olivia Hartepe, and the first baseman, Ellie Robbins. The battery after this pitch on the ground to the second baseman. Dive by Hartepe. Can't come up with it. They're going to late hold sign by Coach Elam over there at third base holds up Marler, but on the throw, Sammy Waller, after first pitch swinging, takes second base. So a single for her. She'll move up on the throw. Runners at second and third for Madison Carroll. The battery today for the North or the uh, Farmington Knights, rather, Jaden Tucker behind the dish, and in the circle, Avery Graham. And we do get a courtesy runner out there at second base. And Glenberry joins us. momentarily and that'll bring in the right fielder Madison Carroll she'll chase the first pitch up high for a strike and Glenn Berry puts the headsets on Glenn nice to see you today well it's good to be here uh, first time I've been to this field uh, since they opened it up and uh, it's been a while the 0-1 swing and a miss 0-1-2 Tell you what, looks like we're missing all the uh, offense so far this morning, or this afternoon. We are. It's an 0-2 count to Madison Carroll. Uh, Farmington exploded for some offense in the top of the first inning. They trail, or they lead 3-0. And an 0-2 count. Ooh, and a good job by Madison Carroll to lay off of that one. She wanted it, Glenn. Yeah, she thought about it. Uh, she saw that ball coming out of the hand of the pitcher, and she uh, let go of it. Graham let go of that ball. She was thinking all the way she was swinging, but she held up. It's a 1-2 count with two in scoring position for the Lady Raiders. Check swing. She did not go. Carroll and the count's even at two balls and two strikes. And I don't blame the uh, pitcher for throwing the same pitch because she almost got her the first time. This time she almost got her again because she thought about it. It's a 2-2 count. The pitch, swing and a miss. Way out in front of that one was Carroll. And that's strikeout number one and out number one. For Avery Graham, again, the strikeout's brought to you by Complete Vision Care, offering quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution. The ideal choice for glasses, contacts, and suitable eye health since 1966, locations in Lettington and Festus. Those starting lineups and fielding alignment brought to you by Shelter Insurance agents Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance. Here's a bunt right back to the pitcher, a suicide squeeze, 
and it works to perfection by Amy Layton, and she'll pick up an RBI as Kenzie Marler comes in to score, and the courtesy runner moves up over there at third base. Well, that was executed one, sorry, perfectly. Glenn. Yeah, it was, it was executed perfectly. They just did not, uh, you know, uh, Farmington knew probably something like that could be coming, but uh, still North County pulled that off very well. One inside and high to Reagan Pierce. She just stood there, nearly got her right on the forehead. Runner at third base, one out, or two outs rather. And Pierce leads in the count, one and zero. Oh. She'll foul this one off and out of play, and nearly into the parking lot. Also, nearly into the trash can down there at the end of the uh, walkway. One ball, one strike. It's a 1-1 count. The pitch to Pierce takes one high. Two balls, one strike. She represents the tying run. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance as well as Brian Laramore Agency in Farmington all bring you these starting lineups today. The 2-1. High for ball three. It's a 3-1 count for Pierce, who's well ahead in this count. She'll take ball four. Runners at the corners with two away. Almost a little bit of a mistake there and uh, by the uh, runner on third base. She started down the line as the pitch was being made, and uh, Coach Elam looked at her and said, whoa, 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 get back there. And uh, nice throw down to uh, third base to keep her honest. That'll bring up Emma Roper, the left fielder with two on and two outs, and she'll take one just a little bit high for a ball. I'm not sure where that one missed, Glenn. Roper, the sixth batter for the North County Lady Raiders in this inning, the 1-0. High and outside. Two balls, no strikes. Well, they're making her work right now. After getting a uh, few runs in the top half of the first, North County came back here, got their uh, one run as themselves, but now they're making Graham work a little bit. 2-0. Just misses 3-0, and this will be a bad spot to miss for ball four and load the bases up with two outs. Now you're down at the bottom of the lineup, but uh, as you get down there, you throw a fat pitch, somebody's going to hit one. The 3-0 right down the middle. That's a get-me-over strike, 3-1. and one. Maddie Pyatt, the catcher, awaits on deck if we get there. North County has one run already in the bottom half of the first. They trail by two. The 3-1 from Graham. Rocks and deals. Swing and a miss late on the fastball is Roper, and the count's full. A big payoff pitch coming from Avery Graham. I think I would probably throw the same pitch after that. She was pretty late on that one. I don't think she expecting it, but I'm not sure she was going to get around on it anyway. The 3-2. This one's knuckled in the air to the second baseman. Coming in a few steps as Hardipe calls off the first baseman, Robbins, and puts it away. We've played one full three to one is the score. We head to the second, 8-9-1. Do up for the Knights, Morgan Grimes-Robbins. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. 
The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back into family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. The humidity is high and the schedules are shifting towards school, so you can't help but sense we're nearing the end of the season. It happens so fast, but we wouldn't let you send out summer without saving big at Sam Says and Ford. Now that's a tongue twister, but we mean it. Hey, it's Ashley Sesam from Sam Says and Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Summer is our favorite time of the year, but it's also the slowest time in the car business. That's where the summer and savings come in. We need to stock the lot with inventory, so we're slashing prices to clear it out and saving the top dollar spending to purchase locally from you. Shop your next car, truck, or SUV with big, big savings. Credit got you in a slump? No need to search around because we're a one-stop shop with your best interest in mind. Our credit approval process will save you time and serious headache. Save some serious silver this month and take advantage of 0% rates and slash pricing. Don't let the end of summer slip by without saving big. Celebrate summer in savings today. I'm Ashley Sism, and we want you to visit us at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, home with lifetime warranty. Online at SismFord.com or call 431-3177. Offers require bank approval. See dealer for details. We're in the top of the second inning. It's an 0-1 count, and the 0-1 pitch is lifted foul down the third base line. Not enough time for it to hang in the air for Autumn Bullock to scamper to it, and it falls 0-2. It is Audrey Morgan, the left fielder for Farmington, leading things off. She'll be followed by the center fielder Jocelyn Grimes and then the first baseman Ellie Robbins, those the guaranteed hitters for the Farmington Knights. 3-1 is the score. The Knights lead. The 0-2 pitch. Low and away. Ball one to Morgan. We saw Farmington on Tuesday, and I come from behind victory over the Festus Tigers. Here they lead 3-1. That was the score that started out there. Come from behind victory as they trailed 3-0, then made it 3-1, then 4-1, then tied it with an RBI tri- a three RBI triple by Jaden Tucker. The one-two is fouled off by Morgan. We'll do it again. Jared Pettis, Glenn Berry, Jewel Booyer back at the studio. The one-two. In the air on the infield, third baseman Bullock settles underneath it, calls for it, and makes the catch. One away. That'll bring up the ninth spot in the Farmington Knights order. Jocelyn Grimes. Grimes had a pretty good ball game the other day, too. It... Doesn't really show up in the in the uh, scorebook. She had a couple of hits, but she was involved in getting some rallies going the other day and kind of keeping rallies going, which allowed Farmington to come back in that uh, victory over Festus. She'll show bunt here and pull it back as that one nearly got her up high. She takes for ball one, and sometimes, Glenn, that's all you need. Even with two outs, if the nine spot can get on and set the table for the top of the order, sometimes that'll start a rally. A 1-0 count. Grimes in the nine spot with one away. The pitch to her, slaps it the other way, over the head of the third baseman and past the outstretched arm of Reagan Pearson. That'll be a one-out single for the nine spot, and there's the table setter. Ellie Robbins comes up with one away. And that is exactly what she did the other day where we had a runner at first base. We had two outs. It looked like that Farmington had tied the game, and that's all they were going to do. But what uh, she did, basically, or Grimes did, was find the spot where the ball could land. You know, just kind of hit them where they ain't, as I always uh, quote, we Willie Killer are talking about, and uh, she did. She just laid it out there where it, there was nobody to catch it, kept that rally going. 
Ellie Rahman stands in. Runner goes. The throw down. They got her. What a jump there by Maddie Pyatt to read that stolen base attempt from Jocelyn Grimes, who got a good jump on it, but just couldn't get there in time enough. Strike down there by Pyatt to Reagan Pierce covering. Yeah, it took a perfect throw, and that's exactly what that was. It was a perfect throw and a good tag out there at second base. So anything less than that, and she's got herself a stolen base. 1-0 count to Robbins, two away in the inning. Robbins off the end of the bat, bobbled by the third baseman Bullock. That's not going to be any time to get Robbins over at first. That'll be an error on Bullock. Score at E5, and with two outs, Farmington's got a runner for the dangerous Jaden Tucker. Yeah, I think that was just a matter of taking her mind or taking her eyes off of the ball. She had it. She had it in plenty of time, but I think she hurried herself a bit, took her eyes off the ball, and let the ball eat her up a bit. First pitch to Tucker, just a bit low for a ball, 1-0. And now the 1-0 one -oh, one -oh pitch coming here. High and outside, ball two. What gets even more dangerous, Glenn, the more batters or the more uh, runners are on base, the deeper you go in this Farmington order. J.C. Jarvis on deck. She's no slouch either, batting in the three spot, the 2-0. This one's crushed to left field. That'll back up the left field of Roper, and she can't come up with it. Settled underneath it and dropped it. They're going to wave in Robbins. The throw to the plate, not in time. Oh, man, a two-bag error for Jaden Tucker, who stands at second. She won't be credited with, credited with an RBI. And that run won't be earned either. That'll be E9, back-to-back -back errors for North County. Robbins scored from first base. Well, first of all, you had uh, Robbins getting a great jump on the ball that was hit. And it was hit high enough to give her a little more chance to get around the base. But uh, that time, the left fielder just could not hold on to it. Uh, scored that E7, rather, not E9. Another one hit out to her this time. And she can't catch that one either. A tough break for Emma Roper on back-to-back -back plays. And... Now runners stand at second and third as J.C. Jarvis just pulled it the other way, and that'll bring up Shelby Bowling. Score at E7. So three errors in a row, and now Farmington looks like they're going to add to their lead if they can get a hit here from uh, J.C. Jarvis. Shelby Bowling up to bat. Jarvis standing at second. Bowling lifts this one in the air towards center field. That'll bring Marler in, and she'll make the catch and stop the bleeding. Farmington does push one unearned run across, though, as Ellie Robbins came in to score, and they do reestablish that three-run lead. It's 4-1. to We head to the bottom of the second inning, 7-8-9, do well for the Lady Raiders. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. You need insurance for your car, your home, your life, or your health? You can do it yourself or go with a professional insurance agent. Jerry Weems of Weems Insurance Agency, 573-701-9300. We've got you covered. Walters Law in downtown Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports and wants to wish all the area schools the best of luck this sports season. The decision of an attorney is an important one and shouldn't be based solely on advertising. That's Walters Law. 
Dan, which do you prefer, classic round or thin crust pizza? Hmm, that's tough, Charlotte. I love both. Well, great news. Little Caesars has a terrific deal with a large, crispy, and thin crust pepperoni pizza for only $7.99. Thin and crispy pepperoni for $7.99? Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. I'm cruising my 59 to Little Caesars for a thin and crispy pepperoni for only $7.99. Dan, can I have a ride? Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Flooring Systems in Farmington, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, Will at Home Furnishings in Bonterre, CarSmart of Farmington, and by Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois. Leads things off for North County, puts down a beautiful bunt down the third base side. Shelby Bowling charging, didn't play it cleanly. I don't think there would have been a play anyways. Pyatt going to reach safely on the infield single. And that'll bring up Autumn Bullock here in the bottom of the second inning, 4-1. to one. Farmington leads after a couple of errors came back to bite North County. Here's a steal attempt from the runner. That is Pyatt slides around the tag. I think Coach Elam wanted the hit and run. Instead, Bullock just missed it. It's an 0-1 count to her after the stolen base. Let's see if they put Pyatt back in motion. They will put her in motion. The no throw down. And again... Autumn Bowling misses the sign because she's not wearing the wristband, and that's what Coach Elam says. 1-1 one, one count as she takes that ball, and stealing third is Maddie Pyant. This one up the middle. That one's caught by the center fielder. Man, Jocelyn Grimes came in a little bit and then had to leap to make the catch. Now, she's got the height to make catches like that. She almost just misread that one, Glenn. Well, you know, I was getting ready to say, if she'd have been two inches shorter, that ball would have been going over her head to the wall. The other thing is it was sailing away towards right field. Usually a right-handed hitter, when they hit the ball right at you, it starts to drift the other way. And uh, she played that well, but uh, barely caught it. First pitch swinging for Eddie Goggin. That'll be out number two. She pops it up just to the left of the pitcher circle. And the third baseman, Shelby Bowling, makes the catch. Well, if you're North County, you started out the inning with a runner at first, then a runner at second, nobody out, a runner at third, and nobody out. And almost had a double, but now you're looking at the possibility of leaving that runner stranded. Kenzie Marler doubled and scored in the first. She bats here with two outs and a runner at third base. She swings and misses at the first pitch, 0-1-1. The left-handed hitter, Cindy, the uh, center fielder for North County, stands in the 0-1 pitch to her. Swings and misses underneath that one, 0-2. Marler back into the box, standing at third base, Maddie Pyatt, the 0-2. 
Swing and a miss, strike three, and that's strikeout number two for the pitcher, uh, Avery Graham. And she makes quick work of the North County Lady Raiders, and they're going to need to clean up things defensively if they want to stay in this ballgame. Farmington leads 4-1 to one after two innings. We head to the third. It'll be Olivia Hardipe, Avery Graham, and Emily Gillum due up for the Knights when we come back. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978. For your auto, home, or business is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Mineral Area College in Park Hills. Your American Family Insurance Agents Bill Bass in Park Hills and Harry Peterson in Farmington. Priory Farms Dairies in Farmington. And by Pettis Chrysler Dodge in Farmington. Olivia Hardipe leads things off. She's the five spot in the Farmington order. She takes strike one on the outside part of the plate. Sammy Waller still in the circle for the Lady Raiders who trail four to one to the Knights. The Knights hitting and this one bounced. Takes a weird hop, though, off the knuckles, or the uh, laces, rather, and then rolls foul, as that one was about 10 feet down the third base line and just hit a divot, I think, Glenn, and rolled past the third base bag. That'll be a foul ball, 0-2. We've seen a few knuckleballs the last two games we've done, Farmington and Festus, and then here today, where the ball just knuckles off the bat, like you said, hits something on the ground and then takes a left turn. The 0-2 misses about a foot outside, one ball, two strikes. Again, our umpiring crew in the field, Hank Kinsey behind home plate, Art Armbruster. The one-two misses high, ball two. Two balls, two strikes for Olivia Hardipe, the leadoff hitter of the top of the third inning. She flew out to left field back in the first inning. The two-two. Ooh, lays off of one just inside, and it's called a ball three and one, uh, three and two rather. That was a close one right there. That was the kind where you kind of just listen for the umpire to make the call, and you hope for the best. The payoff pitch to the leadoff hitter. Right back to us, Glenn. I almost had that, but there's netting. And we'll redo the 3-2 count. I've always wondered how much you can trust the netting. I actually was testing it when I was setting up the equipment. I was pulling it. And, oh, okay, that's got some bounce to it. We're good. You see, sit. When we're in St. Genevieve, we're right on the netting for uh, baseball. That's that's some scary stuff. The 3-2. Knuckled off the hands, and it's going to take a weird hop on the second baseman. She won't be able to play it cleanly after she picked it up uh, kind of in her chest and it threw it over to Amy Layton, not in time, a leadoff single for Hardipe and a good at-bat. 
Yeah, I don't think if Goggin would have uh, actually fielded that cleanly, I still don't think she would have got the uh, runner at first base. But that ball did take a little bit of a weird hop right at the last minute, kind of bounced up on her, kind of came up into her chest, and that was all she wrote. That'll bring up the pitcher Avery Graham. Shows bunt, puts it right down, right back to the opposite pitcher Sammy Waller. Sack bunt works to perfection. Throw over to second, but standing on the bag is Hardipy, and a good sack bunt by Farmington's pitcher Graham. And with one out and a runner in scoring position, Emily Gillum will bat. That was a perfectly placed bunt, too. That ball was put down where nobody was. It just sat there and died, and that's what you want to do, see the ball die once you bunt it like that. Off the base at second after that pitch was Hardipy, the first pitch to Emily Gillum, low in the dirt, kicking up some dust and a 1-0 count for Gillum. Sammy Waller in the circle has allowed four runs, three are earned. It's a 4-1 Farmington lead. This chopper goes foul beyond the third base side. One ball, one strike. Waller needed 22 pitches to get out of the first inning, just 14 to get out of the second. This will be pitch number 11 coming here of the inning. The 1-1 pitch in the air, first base side and foul territory. Is it playable? Leighton can't get to it. It tips off of her glove as she was tracking back to get it, but it'll be a strike anyways, one and two. Well, that ball was coming towards the dugout, and then it started kind of blowing back towards the infield, and she overran it just a little bit, but she couldn't recover from that. The one-two just missed high and outside, two balls, two strikes. I think Maddie Pye had wanted that one bad. She kind of grasped that ball, held it there for a second, and then fired it back to the pitcher. She wanted that pitch, and it just was off the outside corner. The 2-2 from Waller in the air behind home plate. Catcher throws her mask off, settles underneath it, and has to make a catch after she leans back. Nobody's covering third. Heads up, base running Hardipy. Gillum out on the pop out to the catcher. Scored that one, P2, and Hardipy tags up to third as nobody was covering. Reagan Pierce standing at her shortstop spot. Autumn Bullock, the third baseman, was charging in in case the catcher Lost it. Two outs in the inning. Runner at third base. Audrey Morgan standing in. They just appealed back to second thinking maybe she left early. But the infield umpire says, nope, it was plenty of time. She took off in the right spot. But, again, both players just kind of one coming in to kind of help out. The other one kind of standing there watching. And she got caught. With two outs, bunt put down by Morgan. Throw to first. And plenty of time. The run will not count four to one we head to the bottom of the third inning this inning break brought to you by missouri farm bureau agent mike sonsagraw located on st genevieve avenue in farmington and jonathan Steffen on north state street in deloge contact them today for a free quote on auto home business or life insurance we head to the bottom of the third inning two three four to up for the lady raiders four to one farmington leading on kfmo the parkland sports leader Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. Precious memories left behind, bring us joy and peace of mind. When we celebrate the lives of those we Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. 
Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. The staff at Prairie Farms Dairies are proud to be a part of the communities they serve, supplying fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they, too, shop at. Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Sammy Waller, leading things off, takes strike one on the outside part of the plate and now having a conversation with her coach, Steve Elam, between home plate and third base. An 0-1 count, Waller back in there with the upright stance, wiggling the bat just a little bit above her right shoulder. Laces this one on the first base side, kicks up some chalk. She'll round first hard. That's going to be a leadoff single. Man, she placed that perfectly. I'm not sure if she tried that, she could do it again. Yeah, I don't think you could throw that ball right there, but it hit the chalk, and that's where the infield umpire looked up and said, now that's on the line, and it's going into right field. But uh, i got to give the, some uh, credit to the right fielder, too. She got over there quickly and held her to a single. That right fielder is Lily Stott. She did get over there in plenty of time. A good jump after that ball was hit. That brings in Madison Carroll, and that's... Two for two, Glenn, on broadcasters jumping when a foul ball is coming towards the netting, even though they know there's netting there. That would be myself. That counts 0-1 as Madison Carroll fouls that one off. I think I did that like three times last year at West County. The 0-1, back to the netting. 0-2 after Carroll got a piece of it. It was a baseball game, and we're sitting there right behind <laughs> yes, the whole plate. That's another scary location yeah. to be at West County. And it was like, bang, right there in front of you. And it was high level, too. It wasn't high or it wasn't down low. It was high level. And you can't help but throw your hands up or move your head to the side. The 0-2, just outside, ball one. Good job by Carroll to lay off of that one. She's the only, or she was the first strikeout, rather, for Graham back in the first inning on a 2-2 count. It's 1-2 and two currently. Graham rocks and deals. This one in the air on the infield. Playable if Jarvis or the third baseman Bowling can get there. Bowling calls for it, settles underneath it, has to range over to her left to put that one away. One out. Score at P5. It's a good job that time by uh, Bowling to take charge, call for the ball, and just go over there and uh, get it. And played it off to the side just a little bit, but I think she was just trying to make sure she was in a good spot to catch it and uh, did a good job retiring the batter. And Amy Layton, the first baseman, will bat. She's behind that fastball, strike one. Swung right through it. She put down a sack bunt back in the first. Let's see if she does it here as well. The 0-1, going to have her swing, line right to the shortstop, caught, throw to first, double play. What a good job by J.C. Jarvis to watch that one into the glove, then have the whereabouts to look up and see that the runner at first base was Sammy Waller, and she was off the bag. Not much you can do. It's a, it's a game of inches sometime, and so far North County's had two balls hit really hard that an inch higher or maybe two inches would have uh, maybe uh, produced some runs. We've played three full, 4-1 to one, Farmington leads. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. Lacary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients, like Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. They are backed by the Good Housekeeping Seal. So for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics, it's Unlimited Auto Body, 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. 
We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Unico Banks, Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress in Park Hills, Walmart Supercenters in Farmington, Deloge and Potosi, and by Community Manor in Farmington. Top of the fourth inning, 9-1-2-2 up. Jocelyn Grimes finds herself back into the box. She singled in the second, and that began a rally. We had, we had alluded to it during her at-bat that if she can get on, it might start a rally, and it did. She chases this off-speed pitch out in front of it, 0-1-1, Grimes. She's 1-for-1, one one, singled in the second, but was caught stealing, but was able to get the leadoff hitters at the top of the order due up, and they got something going after her single. The 0-1 to her, shows bunt, pulls it back. That's a strike, 0-2. Well, I'll tell you this, she was aggressive, and being aggressive in a couple of ways, first with the hit itself and the way she just laid it out there perfectly and then trying to steal the base, you can't fault a player for doing that. If it had been sloppy or something else, then you could maybe talk about it, but uh, she was very aggressive. The 2 slap swing approach coming from Grimes, but she lays off of that one low and away, one ball, two strikes. We're through three innings. I'm going to give you the pitch count for both pitchers here in just a second. The 1-2 fouled off. We'll do it again. Glenn, Sammy Waller started the first inning with 22 pitches, went 14 in the second, 14 in the third. Wow. On the other end, Avery Graham, 20 pitches in the first, 8 in the second, 8 in the third. So whatever Sammy Waller does here, I imagine we'll see the exact same pitch or the exact. If she does 14 here, we're going to get another 8 from Avery Graham. I'm just going to go ahead and bet on it. We're in the top of the fourth. Grimes lifts this one behind the third base side. Pierce going to get it, but playing in is the left fielder, Emma Roper. She'll settle underneath it and make the catch. Well, that time she put it up in the air, hit it to left field, and I think, again, you can just see the way she watches the ball and just sticks the bat out there and makes contact. She's putting the ball in play in some way, shape, or form, and uh, a couple of times it's fallen in. We've seen this week. That time it just got a little too much under it. Robbins has scored twice today. She's one for two officially, a single and reaching an error in the second, batting here in the fourth, takes ball one outside. Yeah, you go back to Ozzie Smith and Willie McGee, guys like that when they played for the Cardinals. Ozzie couldn't hit a, a dime's worth of anything when he first came to the Cardinals, and then he's just started putting the ball in play, used his feet, got himself on base a lot, and now he wound up with uh, well over 2,000 hits in his career. The 1-0 missed inside and high to Robbins, 2-0, and she's another dangerous hitter in this Farmington Knights order. It was interesting when we saw them on Tuesday and saw that she was batting leadoff as she grounds this one on a couple of hops to the second baseman, played by Goggin across to first, and a good stretch by Leighton, two outs. She's probably one of the more dangerous hitters in the lineup, and her batting first, she won't get a lot of opportunities at the start of the games with runners on base. Right, but uh, sometimes the coach looks at that player and says, okay, this is the one that's going to start all of our rallies, and if she gets up and gets on first or even second, uh, maybe steals the base, and then you've got somebody coming up with an opportunity for an RBI. So maybe it's an idea of rather than drive them in, uh, start them off and get them going. And that's what Jaden Tucker, J.C. Jarvis, and Shelby Bowling can do. If Ellie Robbins gets on, they are very, very capable of being able to drive her in. First pitch to Tucker, fouled off behind home plate and out of play. The 0-1 to her now. Low for a ball as it skips across home plate. One ball, one strike. I had a good time talking to Allison Pingle after the game on Tuesday. 
She is excited about being here. She's been an assistant for a couple of years, but she's excited to be where she is, and uh, she's got a lot of confidence in all these girls. The 1-1, that gets a piece of, oh, nearly got a piece of Jaden Tucker. I thought I thought it got her. Umpire says no. Two balls, one strike. I was talking with uh, Steve Elam about Farmington in our pregame conversation. He had mentioned he's been around long enough now in his 23rd year that he's coached against Allison Pingle as a player. Not, not, not him being a player, right. but Allison was a player. And that one misses even further inside, three balls, one strike. That's when it makes you feel old. We had a teacher <laughs> at our school last year who was a former student of mine. And now they go inside for a fourth straight time, and that time it gets a piece of Tucker's knee. And we'll have a conversation in the circle. We'll use this time to take a look at the Mineral Area Overhead Door out-of-town scoreboard. One other softball matchup today, Saxony Lutheran, is at Fredericktown. We'll see if we can get a score for you on that here momentarily. There's a football match taking place tonight. Glenn, a football night Thursday night. Mm-hmm. It's in Sullivan as the Sullivan Eagles host the DeSoto Dragons. The more volleyball, actually every team in the MAAA and the independent school that we cover are in action in volleyball. St. Genevieve hosts Jefferson. North County hosts DeSoto. That's across the highway. Central is at Valley Catholic. Potosi hosts Cape Notre Dame. Farmington is at Festus. Crystal City at Bismarck. Valley Caledonia hosts St. Paul as the first pitch now to J.C. Jarvis is taken for a strike at the knees. Jarvis, behind in the count, 1-0. She's one for two today with an RBI. The 0-1, high for a ball, one ball, one strike. Bourbon is at Kingston. Lesterville at Arcadia, host Arcadia Valley. Herculaneum is at West County. And the Fredericktown Blackcats play host to the South Iron Panthers. That's all on the volleyball side. Boys soccer, Farmington's at DeSoto. Three girls tennis matches. We'll get into those momentarily. The 1-1. Lace to left field. Pass the outstretched glove of Reagan Pierce. And that'll be a single for J.C. Jarvis. And the first hit of the inning with two outs and two on. And that was a line drive shot. That ball was going into the outfield when it was hit. You could tell. It was hit very well, and a great job that time by the uh, hitter, J.C. Jarvis, who winds up at first base. That'll bring up Shelby Bowling with two out and two on. Girls tennis matchups. Notre Dame of St. Louis is in Potosi. Fredericktown hosts Farmington. North County's at Arcadia Valley. That'll on the Mineral Area Overhead Door out-of-town scoreboard. Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. First pitch. Call the strike to Bowling, 0-1-1. Waller rocks and deals. That one misses low and inside. One ball, one strike. What do you think of Harrison Bader as a red? I saw that. I was really hoping the Cardinals would put in a claim for him, but they actually didn't since the Reds got him. The Cardinals are fifth in that line of players they could have put in a claim for. There's a hard hit, ripped, fouled on the third base side, bowling behind one and two. Well, I kind of thought maybe the Cardinals would pick up a couple of these guys. Me too, like especially Hunter Renfro or Yeah, some some guys that, that, you know, can fill some spots that injuries are, are a problem right now. I thought maybe even uh, Giolito might yes, make it Yes, I really wanted Giolito. It's not like they would have helped this season as far as our record goes, but for next season. 
The 1-2 on the ground to the second base side. Addie Goggin is there. She swallows it up over to first, and that'll do it on the Farmington Knights half of the fourth inning. Two runners left stranded on one hit. No runs scored and no errors in the inning. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Reagan Pierce, Emma Roper, Maddie Pyatt all do up for the North County Raiders. They trail the Farmington Knights 4-1 on KFMO. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agents David Scott Haggerty in Park Hills and Brian Larimore in Farmington. Kitchell Accounting and Tax in Ironton. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington. And by Mineral Area Office Supply in Park Hills. The shortstop Reagan Pierce leads things off ahead in the count 1-0 as the first pitch to her misses low went inside. She walked back in the first inning but was stranded at first base. See if she can register an at-bat in this plate appearance. The pitcher Graham shakes off the first sign she sees. Now she's ready to go with the 1-0. Fastball low and inside. Two balls, no strikes. On deck, Emma Roper. Behind her, Maddie Pyatt. The guaranteed hitters for North County as that inning break is brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsacral and Jonathan Steffen. You can contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. And it's a 3-0 count now to Pierce after she takes a third pitch low and inside. Reagan's doing a good job up there making uh, Graham throw the ball right now. Let's see if she uh, goes with the old school thinking of make her give me a strike before a swing. The 3-0, no, she's going to swing at this one on 3-0. And Steve Elam not happy behind the second base bag. J.C. Jarvis, the shortstop, underneath it, makes the play. He actually held, holding up his... Uh, fingers right now looks like he's saying he's hey. saying that was three and oh what yeah. are you doing swinging that pitch was a little high too that might have been ball four but the old school thinking we talked about that the other day on the game against festus as the uh, ball is fouled back to the backstop by uh emma roper but we were talking about the other day do you go with the idea that okay she's behind she's going to throw me a fat one so i better be ready or you just say no nope, you're going to have to throw me one and before i swing to no one count, swing and a miss, so and two. Yeah, I remember having uh, Coach Elam as a head coach when I was on the baseball team at North County on JV. Uh, we were running laps if we were swinging on 3-0. and The 0-2, softball's a little bit different as Roper swings and misses. Strikeout number three on the game for Avery Graham. Strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966. Well, it kind of changes the complexion of this inning. Instead of having somebody at first base and nobody out, you've got nobody on, and the next three pitches are strike, strike, strike. Now this inning looks like it's going to go by really quickly. 
Here's a couple of hops to third base. Bowling plays it perfectly across the diamond to first and a really, really quick inning. And guess what, Glenn? Eight pitches for Avery Graham. That's three straight innings. After the first one, she used 20 pitches. We head to the fifth, 4-1. to one. Farmington leads North County on KFMO. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of high school sports and remind you to stay alcohol, drug, and vape free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope. Online at sfccp.org. Looking for reliable accounting and tax services? Look no further than Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. For top-notch financial solutions, call 573-546-3104 or visit kitchellaccounting.com for more info. Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service, your trusted partner in financial success. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri, in good times and in bad. We're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. It's 4-1. to one. Farmington leads North County. We're in Bonterre, Missouri. Jared Pettis, Glenn Berry, Jewel Booyer with you all on a Thursday afternoon turning evening time. Farmington leading the Raiders. They scored three in the first inning. Uh, one on an RBI single by J.C. Jarvis. Then a two-RBI double by Shelby Bowling. And then in the second, three straight errors allowed Ellie Robbins to come around and score. The 3-1 to one score, North County though did get a run in the first after a leadoff double by Kinsey Marler. She was scored by a sack bunt by Amy Layton on the uh, suicide squeeze attempt. It's a 2-0 count to the leadoff hitter, Olivia Hardipi, and she'll take ball three, that one high. Game reset courtesy of Shelter Insurance, your local shelter insurance agents, Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955, and Brian Laramore Agency located at 306 North Washington Street in Farmington. Allow Brian to help protect your family with life insurance, and that's ball four. And Hardipi does not know it. Oh, no. They say it's only 3-0, and so we're going to get an extra pitch to Hardipi. Wow. Very interesting. <laughs> oh, it was called a strike. Okay, makes sense. This one fouled off. That'll get out of play 3-2. and two. I didn't see the strike sig signal, Glenn, and the uh, batter Hardipi was asking, hey, is that a, that a ball four? And home plate umpire Art Armbruster said, nope, 3-1 and one count. It's now a full count at three and two. I think they faked the scoreboard uh, operator out as well. Hardupy lifts this one in the air. Left field side, foul territory coming a long way to get it. The shortstop, Pierce, and she'll settle underneath it. One away. Well, that was a good job by Pierce. She was about the only one that was going to get to it. She got over there, got under it quickly, and got uh, everybody else to back away and fielded it in foul territory for the first out of this inning. First pitch now to the next batter. That's Avery Graham, the pitcher, in a pitcher-pitcher battle between Graham and Sammy Waller, who's in the circle for North County. 
Waller's really settled in, too, after that second inning. I thought she was settled in in that second inning, just didn't get any help from her defense, and the 1-0 is up there at the letters called a strike, 1-1. One one. But I think the North County defense has really settled in, too, after that inning, one. Yeah, I think both these teams kind of came out and looked like we were going to have a barn burner, but uh, both pitchers have settled in and both uh, both teams have settled in, and after those back-to-back-to-back uh, -back -back errors in the uh, second inning by North County, they've seemed to settle down quite a bit. 2-1, to one, uh, two and one rather the count, 4-1 to one is the score Farmington leads. The 2-1 pitch, this one's ripped, foul into the parking lot. Look out, Glenn's Mustang. Oh, man, no, it, it got concrete. I'm a little bit further away, and <laughs> one thing I do know is my windshield is parked in the facing the opposite direction. Okay, we're good then. That rear window, okay, I don't want to replace it, but it'll be a little cheaper. <laughs> It's a 2-2 count after that foul ball. The pitch from Sammy Waller, taken high for ball three. Although I will tell you, I would imagine if my car ever gets hit, it'll be the freakiest thing that ever happened. Like it hit a foul pole <laughs> yeah. and then hit the umpire walking by and something happened and knocked it right into my car. It's a 3-2, the payoff pitch, high for ball four. Sammy Waller loses Avery Graham. Well, Waller came out there and looked like she was going to get herself a quick out, but uh, she just couldn't get the ball over the plate. And i got to give Graham some credit, too, because she kept fouling off the pitches that were pretty good pitches by uh, Waller and uh, making her work hard. Well, we have some people going to the parking lot. And uh, the first pitch now to Emily Gillum taken for a ball high. And we have confirmation, Glenn, that didn't get a car. Oh, boy. Don't know whose car it was or... How bad the damage is, people are going to uh, go assess. It's a 1-0 count. I always wondered if uh, we'd ever see a day where parking lots would have netting. Because <laughs> when you come to a game here or anywhere else, there are certain places you don't want to park because you just never know when somebody turns and jerks one into the ball or into the uh, parking lot. The 2-0 count. Low and a little bit outside, 3-0. and A whole host of parents over there. Assessing some damage. Use my best Jimmy Edmonds impression. I got a text, Glenn. That's yep. how I know it was. <laughs> it had happened. The 3-0. Oh, swinging 3-0. This could be a double play. Stepping on the back for one. The throw across to first. The stretch. Oh, a double play for North County. Reagan Pierce, a good job. And that, Glenn, is why you don't swing at 3-0 and with the runner at first. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. This inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegraw in Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in Deloge. 4-1, Farmington leads. That might swing momentum for North County as they bring up the 8-9-1 batters due up in the bottom of the fifth. Hi, I'm Dr. Derek Wiles. Do you experience dry, gritty, burning, itchy, or watery eyes? The doctors here at Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus would love to help. Set up an appointment today, give us a call, or visit us online at completevisioncaremo.com. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Armington, Missouri. Boy, do we have some big deals. 10% off rebates, Jeep Compass, Jeep Renegades, Ram 1500s, rebates up to $7,000 or financing as low as 2.9 for 72 months. So no matter what you're looking for, new or pre-owned, we've got it and we're dealing. Come see us, take the Auto Road North. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. 
To everyone who craves a fresh meal made just for you, let our team member Jacob share what's special about Culver's. In Wisconsin, our food comes from the heart, and taking the time to handcraft your meal with care is how we've always done it at Culver's. It's why your butter burger doesn't touch the grill until after you order. Come to Culver's and let us serve you a butter burger made special just for you. From, from Wisconsin, Wisconsin with, with love, love, welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by the Family Fun Center in Bonterre. Your Edward Jones agents, Allison Kennan in Park Hills and John Brown in Farmington. Sam Sism Motors in Farmington. LeCarrie Auto Body in House Springs. And by Weems Insurance in Farmington. 2-0 to the leadoff hitter, Autumn Bullock. And she'll swing at this one and bounce it right back to the pitcher. That's Graham coming out of the circle to get it. And there's one away. Well, Graham started off, I think, each and every inning having a little bit of trouble getting the ball over the plate, but North County seems to be more aggressive going after the first pitch they see in the strike zone each time. Uh, I, I guess on a 2-0 count, it's a different thing than a 3-0 count, but I still would have made her throw me a strike before I uh, took that bat off my shoulder. Me as well, and Goggin will swing at the first one. That one might have been a ball that was chased high, and that one's headed back to the station vehicle. Let's hope it didn't get that. I'll, I'll stay with the Jim Edmonds impression. I got another text. Yanks Field's another field that is really, really bad for parked cars. Yep. I parked mine deep in center field, and uh, I think it was Reese Smith hit one straightaway center over the scoreboard. And That's Leon's field. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think of that one. It's the, the one next to it, yeah. field. Yes. I mean, I was, count. I was straightaway center field. I'm thinking, <laughs> eh. Nothing's going to get that. And Reese Smith jacks one, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's going to hit my car, but. <laughs> Luckily, it bounced and bounced over. The 0-2, swing and a miss, strikeout number four, Annie Goggin down. She's the second out of the inning. Strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice for your medical eye care concerns, including dry eyes and other eye diseases. I'm looking around here. I know Michelle Smith is here somewhere. She's probably thinking, are you calling Reese <laughs> out for uh, tearing up your car? I was like, no, 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 that didn't happen. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Farmington leads 4-1. to one. That's ball one, and... The next pitch, Glenn, will be the eighth pitch of the inning for Avery Graham. And if she can get an out on this pitch, it'll be four straight innings where she's just <laughs> used eight pitches. She used 20 in the first, eight in the second, third, and fourth. The 1-0. Taken just a bit outside, two balls, no strikes. I think Kenzie Marler heard me in the batter's box, and she said, I'm going to take this one just to mm -hmm. be safe. That's going to be pitch number nine, so that means Marmol would probably take her out of the game. <laughs> the 2-0. High for ball three. Marler is the leadoff batter in the order for North County. We're back at the top of the order for the third time. 3-0 count. Graham rocks and fires from the circle. Ball four. Four-pitch walk, and it scoots away. And now looking back, the batter, Marler, she's going to round first base hard, but be held up there. So a two-out walk, and that will bring up the pitcher, Sammy Waller. Well, this is an opportunity for Waller to get something uh, done here that maybe helps herself out because top of the lineup is up here. She gets a hit, moves the runner into scoring position, get a couple more hits, and you could be right back into this ball game. First pitch to Waller. She'll lift this one in the air, right field side, but that'll get out of play right off the top of the fence and foul territory just beyond the North County dugout, about a foot pass, or a, about a 10-foot pass, it rather. Strike one. With all the areas that we do games at that are right on a parking lot i am surprised that we do not have a foul ball a some sort of insurance 
ad read for foul balls in the parking <laughs> lot. Me and Sean joked about it last year as the 0-1 misses high, 1-1, one one, Sean Malone. <laughs> it's like, Sean Malone Insurance Agency, whenever the ball foul, <laughs> or is fouled into your windshield, will help or something like that. Well, we do need one of those. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we need one of those half uh, balls that stick on the windshield. Yes. Put that in the back of the uh, <laughs> station vehicle. Yes. The 1-1 one one is high and outside ball, too. Let's just get one and, and not tell uh, anybody at the station yeah. and just show up with it. Oh, what happened? The 2-1. High for ball three. Three balls, one strike. We used to have a baseball back when uh, we had a lot of uh, Cardinal memorabilia in the uh, lobby there at the radio station. We found one of those baseballs that looks like it's going through glass and put it in <laughs> that front sliding glass door of the secretary. I remember when I started, it was still in. Yeah. I don't think it's in there anymore. Three and one, ball four, back-to-back walks as Avery Graham may be losing some command here in inning number five. Came into the inning with 44 pitches used. Well, I know with the uh, mechanics of baseball and the mechanics of softball, it feels like in softball it would be easier to get your mechanics out of whack because you're coming over the top, coming back under, and there's so many variables. I mean, you could accidentally hit your leg. You could let go of the ball at the wrong release point. I mean, there's a lot of things that could go wrong. First pitch swinging after the walks. Madison Carroll fouls it off. She's behind 0-1. A big spot for North County's three spot in the order with one swing. We'd have a tie game. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Farmington leads 4-1. to one. Graham in the circle. Rocks and deals the 0-1. Just low and inside. One ball, one strike. I think if you're Carroll, you've got to be very choosy, very picky here. Because you've got a pitcher who's having some mechanic issues right now, maybe losing a little control. Make sure you don't swing at anything that's out of the strike zone. The 1-1. Oh, that one gets the bottom of the strike zone. Steve Elam not happy with it. Hollers, come on at home plate umpire Art Armbruster. It's a 1-2 and two count. North County faithful didn't like the call either behind us. The 1-2. Right down the middle, strike three. That'll do it on the fifth inning. We head to the sixth. Four to one, Farmington leads. North County strands a pair. No runs, no hits, no errors. And Farmington retains that three-run advantage. 8-9-1 due up for the Knights. When we come back, you're listening to High School Softball on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science. American Family Insurance. You always dreamed about owning your first house, or car, or business, but you also had nightmares. Introducing the May Only My Good Dreams Come True policy from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. For details, contact Harry Peterson, agent. Call 573-756-6736 or stop by 700 West Karsh Boulevard in Farmington today. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Complete Vision Care in Lettington, First State Community Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, Ledco Community Credit Union locations in Park Hills and Farmington, and by Farm Bureau Insurance Agents Mike Sotsiger on Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. 
Audrey Morgan, Jocelyn Grimes, then back to the top of the order, Ellie Robbins, the three guaranteed hitters for the Farmington Knights. And still in the circle, Sammy Waller. And she'll drop the first pitch just a little bit low as it skims across the plate. One ball, no strikes. Audrey Morgan, 0 for 2 today. She popped out to the third baseman in the second, grounded out right back to the pitcher to end the inning in the third. She'll take strike one here on the inside part of the plate. One ball, one strike. You talked about Waller settling down after that first inning. She really has settled down. You know, you got some Farmington batters batting both in the first and the second. Now it's been a couple of innings since we've seen anybody. The 1-1 missing low and inside 2-1. And, and Glenn, I know it's only a three-run game, but this game could be a whole lot different if it weren't for those three straight errors in the, bottom, uh, the top of the second inning with two outs by North County's fielders. Yeah, and that, that just kind of, you know, put North County on their uh, heels just a bit as well. The 2-1, chasing one high. That's a weird hop, but it's going to scoot into the outfield and left field for Audrey Morgan after her one hopper once again hit a divot. There was no play that Pierce could make on it, but once it took that odd hop, she had a better chance of playing it, just couldn't get to it in time. And so a leadoff single for Audrey Morgan. And now we're back to that number nine hitter that we like so much, Jocelyn Grimes. Been up to the plate a couple of times, got a hit first time, just kind of laying it out over the uh, third baseman's head. Second time, almost did the same thing, but popped it up a little. She'll chase this one on the outside, ground it to the shortstop. Going to be a tough play, throw across, not in time. Grimes beats it out. And that's something right there with Grimes. She's got some pretty long legs, so it doesn't take her long to get down to that first baseline. That ball was kind of knuckled towards shortstop. You can't blame Pierce. She charged it, picked it up with her hand, threw it as fast as she could. But Grimes just had uh, enough wheels to get her there. It's one of those hits off the end of the bat where if it's just a little bit harder, you're not going to make it to first. Right. That'll send us back to the top of the leadoff spot for Farmington. Ellie Robbins takes strike one. Sorry, Glenn. Think about it. I mean, we've had a line drive to straightaway center field. If it was hit one inch higher, it would have probably scored a run, maybe set up another run. And then another one, which was a line shot to short, that almost got over the shortstop's head that could have scored another run for North County. The 0-1 on the ground of the shortstop, played by the shortstop Pierce, but she can't play it cleanly. And Robbins will reach. And I'm not going to score that in error, Glenn. It, they might have gotten out at second base. It's just one of those, you can't assume that kind of play as she was moving towards the bag but just didn't play it cleanly. I'll give it a single. Yeah, it was one of those things that if she had played it cleanly and got to second, it would have been very, very close. Bases are loaded for the dangerous catcher, Jaden Tucker, and she'll find a hole in left field and send it all the way to the wall. One run comes in to score. Here comes another. They're going to wave Robbins around the throw to the plate. Not in time. Robbins slides in safely, and there it is again. The ball gets away. Tucker to the plate. Literally home run the tag. Not in time. Tucker circles them all. It'll be ruled as a double with three RBIs. She moved up to third on the throw and then scores on the throw as well after the ball scooted away from the catcher. I think. Wait both, a minute, though. Yeah, they're going to they're going to say that the three Farmington players that scored got into the way and interfered with the ball, and that's what Steve Elam is asking for. And now the home plate umpire is talking about it with Allison Pingle. I didn't see much there unless that when the ball scooted away. The runner or the uh, runners that had already scored were just standing there, and the catcher ran into them. But they were beyond the foul line, and the ball went up the first base foul line. They haven't put anything up on the score on the scoreboard. Three runners do officially score. 
Nobody out in the inning as Tucker circled them all. And we have a fresh base path as J.C. Jarvis, with nobody on, fouls this one off 0-1-1. And I think they're going to call Jaden Tucker out at the play because, well, no, they put it up there. So All four score. And and I know Steve Elam, what he was arguing about is the three runners that had scored were standing in the batter's box. The ball was rolling away, and the catcher was trying to get to the ball. She had to go around the other side. The pitcher, Waller, came in, tried to make the play at the plate, and she couldn't hold on to the ball. So an 0-1 count turns 1-1 one one as Jarvis takes that one. So we'll officially score it. Jaden Tucker with a three RBI double. She moves up to third on the throw and scores on the throwing error into home plate. 8-1 to one is the score, and this one's laced beyond the third base uh, bag. Rather, Bullock couldn't reach it, but it's in foul territory. That's a good thing, the way that ball was hit. Unless she was going to catch it, it's a good thing Bullock couldn't touch it because it would have been a fair ball then, but it just got over her glove and landed foul. Well, they call it the hot corner for a reason. That might have took her arm off. The 1-1, one, one, or 1-2, one, rather. Outside, two balls, two strikes. I played third base for one game, which happened to be my last game in the history of my softball career. Oh. And I played third base for one game and played out there for two innings, and I thought I was going to die about ten times. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. The 2-2 with nobody out. And four already home on the ground. We'll do it again. And that one's foul. And why it ended my career. I've always told this story when they say, yeah, would you ever play softball? Yeah, my career ended at the <laughs> Park Hill Sports Complex when I was jogging around third and blew a hamstring. The 2-2. High and outside, 3-2. and two. And I said, that's enough. We're <laughs> yeah. done. No, thank you. I don't <laughs> think I, if I pull one of those, I might be done for the uh, career as well. I pull – I. Stood up at home plate and said, today is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> the 3-2 swing and a miss, one away as Jarvis is down on strikes. That's just the second strikeout for the pitcher, Sammy Waller. Strikeout count brought to you by Complete Vision Care, voted best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. I think what added kind of insult to it was that they threw the ball back to the infield. The catcher had the ball, but he refused to tag me because I had blown a hamstring, so he just let me score. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I was going to be saved by a mile until I blew the hamstring. So, oh one bowling takes a strike. She's one for three today. She'll bounce this one on the third base side, played in foul territory by Bullock, 0-2. Bullock got a good read on that one, got to it quick, just in foul territory, or they would have had an out at first. And I think that's one of the first... I won't say true hops, but pretty good hops we've seen on this infield today. One thing you have to worry about with dirt that you don't with turf is the divots you see across the infield. The 0-2, high and outside, one ball, two strikes. That's something I never took into account, Glenn. You won't really see some odd hops on turf because <laughs> there's no divots. Yeah. One thing I was talking with Farmington assistant coach off air the other day at Farmington, he was mentioning the true hops you'll see. The one-two misses, ball two. Actually, no, that was Jeff Montgomery, the Festus head coach. Well, we were talking about this on Tuesday with the uh, new turf down there. They get a little bit truer hop, but some of it, I think, is still they're trying to get used to as well because they haven't played on it as much. Two-two, tough hop by the shortstop. It gets past Pierce. That'll be a two-out single. I beg your pardon, a one-out single. The scoreboard has two outs. Um, I only have one out. Yeah, I only have the one out as well. And if they allowed Jaden Tucker to come around and score, then that would be 
there wouldn't be a second out. So we'll await uh, an umpire between innings if there are two outs. This one on the ground of the shortstop, unable to get to it, is Pierce. Back-to-back will say two-out singles. Eight to one currently the score. Yeah, if you look at the uh, score here, whenever Jaden Tucker came around the score and Steve Elam was saying, hey, there was some interference at home plate and all this, that, and the other, they talked about it. If that had been the case, then there would only be a 7-1 to game right now. First pitch now to Avery Graham, the eighth batter in the inning. She takes strike one. Sammy Waller still in the circle. Unfortunately, they don't take their uh, mask off and put on headphones or anything either. Not at the high school level. No. This one called a strike, 0-2. So, so you, you could this could be a strikeout for the second out, Glenn, or it could be a big out for North County to get out of a jam. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see after the uh, pitch is made if it is a strike. The 0-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. And I guess it is out number three. So we'll get the scoring change momentarily. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. It reads 8-1. to one. It should probably be 7-1. to one. We'll be back after this. And, yes, Art Armbruster just confirmed. The score is 7-1. to one. Jaden Tucker out at home plate. To the bottom of the sixth after this on KFMO. Fisher Auto Parts, your hometown parts store in Park Hills and Potosi, dedicated to providing you the absolute best in value and service. So the next time you're in need, depend on the pros at Fisher Auto Parts. That's Fisher Auto Parts in Park Hills and Potosi. At Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan, our community loan program is designed for skilled essential workers and professionals. This program offers these individuals low to no money down home loans. So if you are a medical or dental professional or a community hero, Call or stop by any of our Ozarks Federal locations to find out more. At Ozarks Federal, we know our customers by name. We want you to love us as much as we love our communities. Always loyal, always local. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. OFSL.bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Fisher Auto Parts in Potosi and Park Hills, Boyden Associates in Farmington, Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace in Park Hills, Wolfers Law Firm in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, Midwest Sports Center, and by Mineral Area Overhead Door in Farmington. So we have confirmation. We'll get to it momentarily. Leading things off, Amy Layton, the first baseman for the North County Lady Raiders. They do trail 7-1. to one is confirmation the interference on the Jaden Tucker attempt to score was by every single player yeah. that was standing around home plate that would have been Ellie Robbins, Audrey Morgan, or Jocelyn Grimes. Take your pick. And the count now, one ball and one strike. Well, I figured that's what was going on because he went to talk to Coach Pingle. I mean, if it had been just a no, that was a legitimate run, he probably would have just went back behind the home plate. But this time, he walked over to Coach Pingle. He talked to her. She didn't say much. He turned around and sat back down. The scoreboard operator didn't probably hear it either. So Well, they're they sitting up, up in a, uh, a booth way yeah. behind us, and so there's no way they heard that. The pitch to Layton. That's a strike, and she didn't hear it, and she's halfway down first base and now has to go get her, her uh, bat and return back to the dish. So they count three and one. Yeah, that was a funny explanation when we asked him. Said so. Uh, he said Elam came out and said, "Hey, that's got to be interference." They were all standing there, and he said, "Yeah, I can't even get back to home plate to make a call there." Here's a couple of hopper to J.C. Jarvis at short on the run, an off balance throw, and a good one to Ellie Robbins, one away. 
He said he said Pingle came over to talk to her or talk to him and ask which one, and he said all of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you know, and now it's going to be called no matter what. I still one of my all-time favorite uh, baseball stories was about a guy named Marvelous Marv Throneberry. You remember him? Or I've never heard of him? of him. I have not. He played on that really inept 62 Mets club. <laughs> he was the first baseman. He could hit home runs, but he couldn't do much of anything else. And uh, <laughs> I guess that goes with the, ro- the full roster then. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Casey Stingle was the actual manager of that team, the Hall of Fame manager. The 0-1 on the ground of the third base side, bowling playing in. She throws it across the diamond, two away. The long story was he had a home run. And he started trotting around first base, trotted around second base, third base, came in, stepped on the bag. They throw a new ball out there. They get ready for the next batter. The pitcher steps off, and he throws to second, and the second base umpire calls him out. And the manager, Casey Stingle, runs out there to argue, what the heck is going on? They called him out at second base for not touching the bag? And he's like, yeah, and Stingle was losing it, man. He was so (laughs) mad. He turns around, walks back to the dugout, and he looks at his first base coach and says, how come you aren't over there arguing with me? And the first base coach said he missed first, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's an 0-1 count to Emma Roper. I've never heard that story. That is a classic baseball story there. Make it 1-1. One and one. That out of Jaden Tucker at home plate, instead of her scoring, that will rescind the throwing error by North County. So they won't be charged with an error in that inning as an out was made. The 1-1. One, one. Foul ball, make it 1-2. And the reason there isn't an error is because the run that would have scored and the player that would have moved up was the one that was called out. Right. So a 1-2 count with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. There's always going to be one of those plays at least once a week that's going to wind up being odd like that. This one poked to right field, but it hangs just a little bit too long, and Lily Stott comes and gets it, and North County is sat down in order. We head to the top of inning number seven. Farmington leads 7-1 to one on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, taking care of routine eye exams to glaucoma, macular degeneration, and diabetic eye exams, from glasses to contact lenses, from urgent eye pain to dry eyes. We are here for you. Complete Vision Care, the ideal choice. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Rice is the competition is trying to beat. Well, at home furnishings, we treat you just like family. For living rooms to bedrooms, dining rooms, and more. Service after the sale, we're your full-line furniture store. Price is the competition is trying to beat. Well, at home furnishings. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Complete Vision Care in Lettington, First State Community Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, Gladco Community Credit Union locations in Park Hills and Farmington, and by Farm Bureau Insurance Agents Mike Sotsiger on Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Top of the seventh inning, 
Emily Gillum, Audrey Morgan, Jocelyn Grimes, 7-8-9 do up for the Farmington Knights. And the first pitch of the inning, Gillum takes for a ball. That inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsigral, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Delos. Here's a couple of hops played by Bullock. She picks it up and takes too long to throw, and that will allow Gillum to reach. Are you going to score that on Aragorn? I think I'm going to give that an infield single because uh, I don't think she would have got her even if she had fielded it cleanly. It uh, certainly wasn't fielded cleanly, but I think by the time that the ball came down, it was kind of a higher hop. I don't think she was going to get her. I am in agreement, says the first pitch to Morgan, scoots uh, to Audrey Morgan from Sammy Waller, scoots away from the catcher, and that'll be a pass ball as Gillum moves up so hard sometimes to call pass balls versus wild pitches. That's actually a wild pitch, Glenn. My apologies. Yeah. It, it, but it's just really hard to do because sometimes, I mean, the ball's in the dirt. You automatically assume. This one's crushed to left center field. That'll back up the center field. They're unable to get it as Kenzie Marler. One run going to score as Gillum will score from second base, and it'll be a stand-up double with an RBI for Audrey Morgan. And, and now the score is 8-1. to one. Yeah, she just went up there and said, i got to fix that score again. See if I can't do that. I, I'm wondering. I didn't look. I wonder if Allison Pingle was pointing at everybody saying, get out of the way. <laughs> Telling everybody, get back in the dugout. 8-1 to one as Farmington has played it another here in the seventh. I was going to say, you're so used to watching Major League Baseball catchers. So when a ball's in the dirt and they trap it and they keep it in front of them, and then you see a player like that not do that here, you think, oh, I passed ball. Grimes puts out and down a beautiful bunt. There's going to be no play, and everybody moves up. Grimes, no one covering second. She's going to get between the bags. Now try and draw a throw so the runner can score at third. Grimes between the bag. Now a throw to second. The runner at third base trying to come in to score the throw to the plate, and North County played that perfectly. Grimes going to wind up at second base, but that will hold Audrey Morgan at third. So an infield single, and then Grimes takes second. Grimes does about everything you want her to do as a number nine hitter. I mean, we've seen so many players, not just in softball, but in baseball as well. They come up to a bat in the number nine spot, and you're thinking, hopefully they can put the contact you know, on the ball just a bit and do something with it. Grimes just seems to know where to put the ball and uh, how to get the uh, most out of her speed and uh, has done that three times really today. That'll bring up the dangerous first baseman, Ellie Robbins. She's two for four today, scored three times. She reached on an error in the second, takes a ball high. It's now 2-0. and oh. Singled and scored in the first and sixth inning, grounded out in the fourth. A 2-0 count to her and a big spot for the power-hitting Robbins, the 2-0. Swings at this one on the outside part of the plate, just missed it on a heavy hack, 2-1, and one, and she fouled it off to the netting. And I think this is a totally different situation when you're talking about swinging at uh, pitches uh, when you got out in front 2-0. and oh. This is a uh, legit really good hitter, and you're up 8-1, to one, so why not swing away? The 2-1. This one's crushed to center field. It might drop between the center fielder and right fielder. It does. One run comes in to score. They're going to wave around Grimes from second to throw, not in time, and a two-RBI double for Ellie Robbins. And that makes the score 10-1 to 1 Farmington Knights as they've blown this one open in the last two innings. Well, Kenzie Marler did everything she could to get to it. The ball just was uh, going down too quickly. She was trying to get to it as quickly as possible. And this Farmington team today, we've seen them hit the ball everywhere in the gaps and all over the field today. They're kind of hard to play as far as defensively. That'll bring up Jaden Tucker with nobody out and a runner at second. 
North County, they've played every day this week since Tuesday. And they lost both days. The 0-1, this one's in the air. Jaden Tucker sends it to left field. That'll draw Roper in. She'll settle underneath it and make the catch one away. Roper has bounced back pretty well today after committing a few errors early in the game. Kind of felt like first couple of times she played the ball right, but maybe took her eyes off of the ball at the very last second, worried about runners. And instead, she's come back here in this game and done pretty well with the last few chances she's had. J.C. Jarvis stands in. She's two for four. She'll send this one to left field. That'll get down. No, a diving play by Emma Roper. Back-to-back hits to her and two great plays, and there's two away. A dive forward as she had to lunge and make that catch. Well, I just get done talking about how she has steadied herself in the outfield, and she says, oh, yeah, you want to see steady? Let me go out there and get a ball that uh, it didn't look like I could get to, and she did a great job that time. That'll bring up Shelby Bowling, and she'll send this one to the second baseman. A little hop, and Addie Goggin makes the play. Three good plays by North County's defense ends the inning. And now we head to the bottom of the seventh, and the Lady Raiders have to score nine to keep this game going. 10-1, to 1, Farmington, you're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. 7-8-9 uh, due up for the Lady Raiders, trailing by nine runs. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time focus and dedication at shelter insurance we understand that because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades and that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto home and life insurance find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty agency in park hills are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of making it energy efficient. The only time to insulate your home to the highest standard is while it's being built. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Ozarks Modern Insulation, our goal is to make your energy costs as low as we possibly can. Request a free quote online anytime at ozarkinsulation.com. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by the Family Fun Center in Bonterre. Your Edward Jones agents, Allison Kennan in Park Hills and John Brown in Farmington. Sam Chisholm Motors in Farmington. LeCarrie Auto Body in House Springs. And by Weems Insurance in Farmington. Bottom of the seventh, North County's got three outs to play with. The pop-up on the infield in foul territory, and now they have two. First pitch swing and Maddie Pyatt pops out to the first baseman, Ellie Robbins, just in front of the North County dugout. And there's one away. That ball could not have gone very much farther to the right. It was right there on the fence, and a great job by Ellie Robbins. Just get over there and find the fence and make the catch. Autumn Bullock, who's 0 for 2, will stand in with one out, and North County is what could be their final inning, trailing 10-1 to the Farmington Knights. Oh, and that's a good hack, but unfortunately, right at the left fielder, two pitches, two outs. Bullock made good aluminum on that one. And it just went right to Audrey Morgan out there and left. Well, she's done that a couple of times. One time hit that ball right up the gap that looked like it was going to get over the heads of the uh, Farmington Knights and the center fielder Jocelyn Grimes. And Grimes reached up and caught it that uh, helped keep this uh, game under control for Farmington. And that time she lined it pretty hard to the left field. Addie Goggin, the last chance for North County, trailing by nine, takes strike one. So not a three-pitch inning for the pitcher. Avery Graham is still in the circle for the... Farmington Knights trying to get a complete game winner. The second baseman Goggin stands in the 0-1. 0-1-2 out in front of that pitch. And North County down to their final out.
the 0-2. Just missed low, all one. Stay tuned for the Bill Bess American Family Insurance postgame show. We'll check the out-of-town scoreboard, the upcoming broadcast schedule, hand out some free pizza, and, of course, get you the Sam Sism for Lincoln stats of the game. This one poked to left field in the air. Playable if the left fielder Morgan can get to it. She can. It's in foul territory. We'll redo the one-two count. Not much of a breeze blowing here today, but we've seen the ball move a little bit when it gets up in the air, so there may be a little bit of a swirling wind. It feels like it's going left to right, but I felt like that one was actually pulled away from the left fielder just a bit. Goggin behind one and two. The pitch from Graham. Foul ball. We'll do it again. On deck if we can get there. The leadoff spot in North County's order, Kinsey Marler. She's one for two today with a run scored back in the first inning. She was the only North County Lady Raider to come across home plate. The second baseman, Goggin, stands in. The 1-2. Bounce right in front of the plate. Going to be a tough play. And we got a stoppage by the umpire. Foul ball. It was picked up in the batter's box. Yeah, that time if uh, the catcher, uh, Jaden Tucker, could have got out a little quicker. I mean, not not saying she didn't try, but if she could have got there just a little bit quicker, it would still have been in in fair territory. The one-two again on the ground of the third base side. This should do it. Bowling across the diamond to first. Robbins makes the catch, and that will wrap things up. Ten to one, the final score. Farmington gets the winner. Avery Graham goes the complete distance, getting the win. As we send you to the Bill Best American Family Insurance postgame show following this break. The Knights win it ten to one on KFMO.